0: Time for the second half of our year-end show.
1: All right, moving on along. to why don't we talk about some of the big names this year that were moving around, and, and certainly, probably one of the biggest names uh, would have to be Karen Berger um, yeah. stepping down at Vertigo.
2: Right, right. After 33 years at DC, which is a long run, you know, a storied run. Uh, you know, really one of the greatest, uh, greatest editorial runs in the you know history of comics. And, and no question created one about of the it. Greatest imprints. Yeah, with Vertigo, and um, you know, which lasted uh, twenty years. Actually, it's coming up on its twenty-year anniversary next year. So she, uh, she didn't quite make it, but um, you know, I mean, Karen Berger, one of a kind. Uh, you know, you know, we talk about Alan Moore, like brought him, helped bring him to America, or you know, gave him, you know, more of a platform. Grant Morrison, Neil Gaiman. Uh, yeah. You know, she <laughs> discovered Neil Gaiman. I think that'll, you know, that alone would be, <laughs> you yeah, know, absolutely. enough to be on a Wikipedia page. But um, you know, just.
1: I mean, uh, her list—Brian uh, K. Vaughan, as you mentioned earlier, Brian Brian Azarello, Bill Willingham, um, Scott Snyder—I mean, really, uh, 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 really Vertigo in many ways sort of ushered in the era of, of, of non-superhero genre graphic novel publishing right. that we kind of live in today.
2: Well, I mean, I think I think really what Vertigo did was it created its own its own brand you know i mean like if you say disney and you say disney-esque everybody knows what you mean and i mean in comics if you say vertigo-esque everybody knows what you mean and um that was really karen's sensibilities karen definitely had certain things she looked for in a comic uh that were very unique uh to that line and um you know it certainly spawned a million imitators and a million outgrowths and uh i mean it's it's will never be forgotten it's impact it's here to stay. Let's well, I mean, like,
0: I'm, I'm here basically because of Vertigo. I mean, I, I mean, I, I liked like the little Harvey comics in the supermarket when I was growing up. But the first thing to really hook me was Hellblazer. And uh, I, I was a Vertigo kid. I mean, what can I say? Right. And it, it right. informs my sensibility even unto this day. And there's uh, got to be a lot of know, people
1: like me. And, you know, we should mention the new the new leadership of Vertigo now.
0: That's right.
2: Well, now with Vertigo and, uh, you know, Shelley Bond, longtime group editor at Vertigo, has been up to uh, run the entire imprint. Um, you know, Will Dennis has also been up, to, uh, you know, all the old hands who really have been there for the last 10 years, uh, shepherding things along, have been um Promoted, however, it's uh, been moved. I thought that was very interesting when it was announced that Vertigo will now be under Hank Canals, who's a West Coast editor or uh, executive who also oversees the digital uh, licensing. And uh, two of Vertigo's biggest projects for 2013 are indeed licensed projects, you know, and for 2012, which is the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and the Django Unchained miniseries. Yes, so, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I think if you look at Hank's background when he was at Wildstorm, uh, you see a lot of licensed projects there. And, um, you know, I think it's kind of a natural fit in that way. But I would definitely expect to see uh, Vertigo kind of become a different kind of a alternative from the DCU than it was under Karen Berger.
1: Yeah, it's that's it's very interesting. I mean, obviously, w- w- one of the things we're celebrating about Vertigo is the uh, really the original, e- e- the eccentric um, uh, vision that that um, that Karen brought to it. And yeah, it made and it what was. not quite the same as uh, an adaptation of uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. true so, that
0: Girl with the Dragon Tattoo fits the mood that Karen created, sure. but it wasn't really. It's not what you would call original. Yes, it's not as, yes and as an adaptation, uh, uh, yeah,
1: as a secondary kind of work. That that's it. Obviously, it's on the bestseller list, and we will, and, and it's going to bring uh, you know a huge audience. Uh, but still, you have to wonder. Yes, you know, uh, uh, what about the Vertigo legacy, and how will it play out in the future? Yeah.
2: Right, right. Well, more to come on that. It's um, another. Cool, enough- but- uh, big personality of the year was uh, the Hernandez brothers Jaime and okay. Gilbert and sometimes Mario who celebrated the 30th anniversary of Love and Rockets their seminal uh, comics anthology which came out for Fantagraphics 30 years ago and uh, they went on a tour to celebrate and um, it was really great to see them getting you know, faded and and Absolutely. cheered and, uh, you know, applauded. <laughs> just, just
1: all out loved. I mean, th- th- yeah. it was certainly one of, if not the biggest, uh, I think, uh, item uh, on the agenda at San Diego this year. Right. Uh, I was lucky enough to be at the, uh, the, the panel um, on the 30 year anniversary and really was an outpouring of uh, you know, both, you know, like, you know smart and penetrating critical insight but also just a love and affection for this incredible series what it's meant to the medium overall uh and really how it how they change comics
2: right and you know this was the very uh i i I mean this was the first book to come out for fantagraphics that really broke the mold i mean they later published dan clowes and chris ware uh who have sort of i think kind of uh, gotten the lion's share of attention in the literary comics world, but, you know, the Hernandez brothers are the ones who really influenced them in a lot of ways, and uh, so it was nice to see them kind of getting their place as uh, real pioneers and great creators. I mean, still absolutely producing some of the best work of their life i mean you know this is not a case of like oh man this is really great 20 years ago but you know now it's just coasting i mean jaime hernandez last year with uh you know his story um uh, brown brown town i mean was one of the greatest comics i've ever read um and gilbert has new books coming out from drawn and quarterly and fantagraphics um you know they're both still at the peak of their career they're not petering out the way Some people sometimes
1: do. Not not by any chance. Yeah. (laughs) And
2: and, uh, I mean, they also kind of anchored, uh, you said Comic-Con, but they were also guests at Small Press Expo in September. And uh, I mean, really just... Um, it was a great year for uh, alt comics, you know, literary comics, art comics, um, especially on the show circuit. Uh, TCAF in Toronto was an amazing show. Small Press Expo had not only the Hernandez brothers, but Dan Clouds and Chris Ware. Uh, you know, first time they've all been at one show. Uh, it was like, you know, the comics cathedral, really. Um, uh, the Brooklyn Comics and Graphics Fest just a month ago here in yep. New York was amazing. Um, you know, Stumptown, Ape, uh, the, the, the Mocha also. I mean, it was just an incredible year. I mean, we've barely, uh, I mean, you know, throughout the year we've been covering all the great indie books, like super indie, you know, alternative literary comics. We haven't really decided what to call it yet, but um, it was an amazing, amazing year for that. And they were also finding a larger audience.
1: Yeah, um, oh, without a doubt. Uh, I'll, I'll just throw a couple more oh, uh, kind of miscellaneous oh. items out there. But certainly um, the, hey, uh, oh. this year, the Will Eisner graphic novel uh, prize for libraries was launched to uh, uh, really, I think, an ideal gift for re- really reminding us how important libraries have been in this sort of renaissance uh, of the comics market. They really have kind of created a platform as they do across Reading and publishing in general to bring readers, not only to bring people into reading in general, but really to bring people specifically into to reading comics. Um, so it's really been a big year for libraries, including, which we didn't mention on the digital side, um, Ivers launching a digital lending service that actually was pretty uh, revolutionary and inventive in the context of kind of the war between uh, publishers publishers and libraries going on over ebooks in the prose world. It was very interesting to see um, a comics vendor uh, really come up with a way to really serve graphic novels um, and lending of graphic novels in the digital space. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And, and, uh, uh, oh, and Kate, I'm sorry. Speaking of ahead, indies and, and awards, the Hugos uh, have finally sort of turned their graphic story division from kind of a one-off curiosity into maybe a really actual legit award because they have awarded it to somebody other than girl genius and they brought in uh one of my favorite truly truly indie comics i mean it's put out by this tiny tiny press other than being a webcomic digger i mean that one hugo and i have never seen a more deserved hugo in my life
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, Ursula Verona is a great uh, uh, creator. But, I mean, honestly, it was everywhere. everywhere. I mean, comics were everywhere this year. They were being you know, faded, uh, in, in best of the year. I mean, very significant at the end of the year, uh, the, and now I'm blanking on the name of the prize, but in England, a very significant literary prize, uh, that's named after one of their bookstores or their coffee lines. That's it. The Costa prize. That's it.
1: Uh, Oh, that's uh, two right. Two yes.
2: graphic novels were nominated for that and not in a special category, but one was nominated in fiction and one awesome. was nominated in nonfiction. And, uh, this was happening all over the place. Um, uh, you know, um, I figured, now I'm also blanking. I should have my own uh, website up so I remember these things. But um, you know, in, in comics journalism, uh, you know. Oh the, yes. We, yes, we can
1: bring up Aaron Polgren, uh, yeah. who's the, the and, founder behind Symbolia, yeah. the uh, tablet tablet magazine of illustrated journalism. A little bit about what I was talking about under the uh, digital side. Uh, I really, I had a regular or six times a year, uh, digital app anthology of uh comics journalism with people like from uh uh, susie cagle to uh andy warner uh really bringing you uh the best in Mm -hmm. you know in comics journalism yeah Uh, absolutely
2: i i know what i was thinking was that uh matt Bores won the her block prize which is oh sure absolutely editorial cartoonist and Mm -hmm. you know he's mostly digital and so that was kind of a um a uh a uh, you know a, a, a milestone. Also, he was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize for editorial cartooning. So you know the digital comics are definitely. You know, as editorial cartooning very sadly is kind of you know fading with newspapers. uh, The digital side of things is really getting a lot of notice, and a lot of fantastic work was done there. um, Because you know, cartoons, the birth of cartoons is really as political tracks. You know, you know, if you want to go back to uh, Mm -hmm. Goya, and it's absolutely one of the oldest uh, you know strains of comics. So um, you know, it's still still going strong, even if uh, it's not making money anymore.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. The, well, yes, the, the editorial cartoon uh, category still is under siege, but but clearly uh, it, it's it's searching to find new ways to reach readers. Uh, and online is obviously one of them. Yep. Okay, uh, okay. Well, you know, I just wanted to, to just oh, to no. throw out a couple of names. Um, uh, Ken Sasaki uh, was named the new CEO of Viz Media, and he's been the guy really behind driving the, com- the company towards some of the new initiatives on, on uh, simultaneous uh, publication and the like. Uh, and Rich Burlow and his Order of the Stick, uh, which oh, really segues into kind of the, the growing uh, influence of Kickstarter. Uh, he, he raised 1.5 million dollars to re, reprint um, his Order of the Stick webcomic uh, as in their print volumes, and also I think opened up the issue of just you know the full ramification of what raising this much money on Kickstarter means. For creators, It, it sort of yeah. opened up another eye into this creates an awful lot of work um, uh, beyond simply publishing and creating the book.
2: Right. I mean, it's not, you know, uh, Kickstarter is not just a, a uh, get rich quick scheme uh, because you have to fulfill all of those rewards that people expect. And, um, you know, he had the biggest one, but, you know, Ryan North had a huge Kickstarter. Um, I, I mean, you know, Ben Tompelsmith I mean, so uh, had a Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just an unbelievable year for them. And, um, you know, a lot of them were web comics based, but uh, just, you know, I, I think we written that story in PW uh, last year. That was, you know, is, is Kickstarter the, the, the biggest indie publisher? <laughs> you know, I think if we revisited that, there wouldn't even be that much of a question mark
1: about it anymore. Without so. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw, I mean, even the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the multimedia comic that I mentioned earlier, bottom of the knife. I mean, that started as a Kickstarter project. Absolutely. And so just a to lot. throw a few, another name out, um, uh, just uh, uh, as, an, as a kind of a key figure in corporate publishing, uh, David Hyde, uh, the former um, uh, director of publicity at DC Comics, left the company this year as well.
2: Well, this was the year that uh, all the publicists kind of moved around quite a bit. I mean, there was a real shuffle uh, among that. And you mentioned David Hyde left. You know, Alex Segura, who was at Archie, then went back to DC. Back, um, yes. You know, ONI uh, uh, had a change oh, yes. in their PR, uh, IDW, their PR person left, uh, they had a shift. Um, uh, there was a lot of uh, the moving around in the PR world <laughs> this year, and, you know, I'm not exactly, and there was a cry for PR. I can't tell you how many times I had, uh, uh, you know, one of those emails was like, mom, let's meet for coffee. I have something I want to run by you with uh, publishers or creators, uh-huh. and, and they would be like, do you know anyone who does comic book publicity? And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep the nature of my uh, advice, uh, you know, privileged you. because <laughs> you do have to buy me a cup of coffee before I get yeah, At least,
1: there you go. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: But uh, there was a definitely a search. Uh, I, I mean, it's very hard work doing publicity, but I, th- I think that's kind of a growth business right now. If you want to do comic book publicity, a lot of people um, are willing to pay you almost nothing to do it. But a lot more than ever before.
1: <laughs> and you know, we should probably mention, uh, because of its its importance, uh, really the impact. I mean, this was a bit of the year of women uh, in comics in many ways. Well, um, I in I terms think, of, of a wide variety of discussions. Well, I think more. if
2: you say that you know the year of the woman is always like you know one of those things that people use for one year, but uh, I mean, I think it was the year of. Women having controversies and really speaking up about it and not yes. standing for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, it's the year when women decide there wasn't the going to it's be only one
1: year defining of defining the Defining the issue and not okay, letting start, the Kate, issue what, define them. Go on.
0: What were you saying, Kate? I'm sorry. I said it was the year that women decided there wasn't going to be only one year of the woman in comics. Right. Yes. yes, that is absolutely it's the best way, way possible.
1: to put it.
0: <laughs> and uh
2: i i mean boy what was oh the Catwoman cover um that was kind of hilarious you know, <laughs> and the
0: worst part is he's a good artist other than female uh, anatomy uh, i don't
2: even understand but uh you know what were some of the other controversies this year um you know oh dc just
1: first rant Tony
2: harris first. had a rant against cosplayers um
1: the fake geek girl whatever oh, the
2: fake means. geek. Oh, God, um, yeah. you know, uh, there was I, I mean, it was just an endless, uh, uh, you know, litany. especially at D.C. I mean, at D.C., anytime D.C. did anything, they were really criticized about it. And, uh, you know, like Gail, just at the end of the year, there's all oh. rational Gail
0: Simone was uh, kicked off of Batgirl. Well, I mean, it was and, pretty unceremonious. And, you know, she did have numbers that made it unusual. So it's not surprising okay. that people got a little like, what? What is this? Absolutely.
2: And to their credit, D.C. turned around and said, you know what, maybe that wasn't the best way to deal with the situation. And they hired her back. So, you know, a lot it seemed to me that a lot of the controversies were uh, were like, like I said, I mean, there was a real like we're not going to take it anymore kind of yeah. attitude. I mean, and- the
0: controversies were, you know, pretty horrifying. But instead of it being the usual business as usual, it's just going to happen. Everyone's going to just take it. Right. Uh, you know, things actually ended in a non terribly depressing way. Generally. Right, but I and I think really the other thing that that was happening this year, which was kind of outside
2: this, because I, I think the internet does temp, t- tend to have an echo chamber of outrage, and uh, this was definitely a, a teapot that was made for tempests. So I think outside that was really just the number of great books coming out by female writers, well, yeah, I mean, and you know, and then, but I mean I'm always saying it's like you know what if you're gonna criticize, you really need to support, and uh, also and I mean I, I been just it great, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I mean there 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 should definitely be the same the same level of approbation for, you know, a first second who publishes, you know, half of their line is by female cartoonists. Well, um, I mean so,
0: it's know. because outrage is naturally louder. I mean it's it's <laughs> yes, it's, it's just the nature of the emotion. You know, if you like something, you tell your friends. If you hate something, you tell the world. Right, right. But I'm
2: I'm also just saying, as the veteran of many, many outrage campaigns that <laughs> Uh, what lasts longer is good stuff. Yeah. So it's it's really important to keep an eye on both. both. Oh, things. yeah. I mean, I think it was an outstanding year for female cartoonists. Yeah. Uh, you know, Faith and Karen Hicks, um, you know, Thompson. Um, you know, Kate Beaton continued to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the indie ranks, just so many uh, women were were doing fantastic stuff. I, you know, Gabrielle Bell with The Voyeurs. Um, yeah, actually, one know, of our
1: best books of the year, yeah, actually. So I mean, Carol go, yeah, Carol Tyler. Yeah finished yeah.
2: her, her uh, trilogy of amazing books about her family uh, that, that, that just came out at the end of the year and got uh, hardly any attention, really, which is, you know, sad. Um Alice but Bechtel,
1: I, of course. Now,
2: tell, yeah, you know, uh, one of the absolute books of the year that got mentioned over and over again. So, um, I mean, it was an amazing year. Uh, I mean, and I think, I think you need to have both, you know, and, uh, N-
1: NPR was talking about the Raina Telgemeier and drama oh, this morning uh, yeah,
2: right. uh, on
1: the radio. So, yeah,
2: and uh, I mean, uh, so, you know, Fiona Staples on Saga, uh, one of the books, mm-hmm, yes. so I, I mean, yeah. it just, the, the list goes on and on and on. And I, I think what's, I mean, I, I think what's great about that is, um, that they're all just being recognized yeah. as really great. I mean, artists. and,
0: and Kelly no, Sue DeConnick appears to be Marvel's oh, biggest yeah. rising star. And I am
2: all for that man. Um,
0: Absolutely. She's Absolutely. Really good.
1: Yeah.
2: So I mean, uh, it continues and with still with some stinkiness.
0: So. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Can stinkiness I just uh... yeah, let's,
1: Could I just go over very quickly our our list of best books, um, comics list? Um, You know, My Friend Dahmer by Durf Baxter from Abrams Comics. These are our our five selections for uh, best books slash comics of the year. But we also have let me go down the list very quickly. Um Alison Bechtel's Are You My Mother? Gabrielle Bell's Of Warriors. Um Ed Pisker's Wizywig Daughter of Her Father's Eyes, um uh, by um uh Mary and Brian Talbot. Uh also, of course, Chris Ware's uh extraordinary building stories right. was uh our among our top ten PW's top ten best books of the year. Right. Uh and uh what uh Raina Tegelmeyer's um Drama was uh, cited on the children's books, uh, if I'm mistaken, and there's one Sorry. more. Uh, Luke, um, Luke Pearson on the children's yes.
2: side with uh, Hilda yes. and uh, so, Giant Folk, yeah. And, and
1: this is just a a, a tiny fraction of oh, really yeah. Yeah. the extraordinary uh, books that released in the category uh, this year.
2: Yeah, I mean it was uh, just uh, so many people. I mean, another book that. Uh, I, I, well, I mean, there's just so many. I hate to single <laughs> them out, but I mean, we did at. Uh, um, at uh, BEA this year, I was part of a panel that did, you know, books oh, that yes. you should really, you know, best books of the year. And we had like 60 titles on there. It was me and five other people or four other people. And, uh, I mean, there's not a dud on the list. I mean, there's 60 titles. And, I mean, yep. not one of them is, is you know, like a stinker. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some I like more than others. But, I mean, they're all valid choices. So, that's what kind of year it was. You know, it's a deep, deep, deep bench that we
0: have right now. And I think
2: that's why it was such a great year for comics. It really is.
0: I mean, the di- yeah. diversity in in just the type of comics and the style and, and content is here, and it's easily accessible, and that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I think uh, I, I, one
2: mainstream creator I do want to call out uh, is Scott Snyder. Um, he had a whale of a year writing uh, a Detective for um, for DC, and really sure. led the led the uh, the Batman franchise, and really was just a, the you know the biggest star at DC, and he had a hell of a year. Uh, also with uh, in uh, American Vampire, his book for Vertigo, and um you know I, he's a great guy, a really good writer, and he really uh, rose to the challenge this year.
1: Okay. You know, I'd just like to throw out something that uh, happened this year. We're certainly going to be looking at it closely in the new year. Uh, The launch of Inklet uh, under Rich Johnson. Um, Yes, yes. Hasn't been a whole lot of information circulating about their plans. So, uh, obviously, we're going to keep an eye on that uh, going into 2013.
2: Right, right. Well, there was also some weird moments of the year. Uh, You know, along with the good must come the odd. Uh, Kate, I think you had some
0: that you (laughs) – Yes, um, it's time for Wacky Moments, and Grant Morrison appears to have had one that he enjoyed wildly. Uh, there's, this year was the first and last year of MorrisonCon. That's right, the all the Grant Morrison you could possibly want comic book convention. And uh, he invited a number of luminaries he was friends with to be his co-guests. I think there were like 13 of them. And he opened the convention with a dance dash musical performance dash spoken word performance dash happening dash I'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> well, you magical ceremony depicting a battle for the soul of Las Vegas as written by Grant Morrison and calling down unspecified magical happenings with musical accompaniment by Gerard Way. Many's the fan who wished that there was a YouTube stream of this just to see whatever the hell it was. Yeah, well, if anyone could do it, Grant Morrison oh, could. Yes. But should he? Yeah. i not sure. Las Vegas
1: does you, you strange do sort things. You do of wonder
0: people. what he was attempting to magic up. But uh, <laughs> given that All there right. wasn't a giant Godzilla eating large portions <laughs> of of Las Vegas, he may have failed. On the other hand, Pacific Rim is coming out in theaters, so he may have succeeded. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh,
2: yeah, I, I mean, there's always weirdness. I mean, Twitter certainly emerged as a place <laughs> where people like to duel for a day. Um, you know, I, I one of the the most colorful personalities is definitely Rob Liefeld who uh you know and I'm friends with Rob uh you know he's actually a very professional guy and and so many regards and uh but sometimes on Twitter he really just lets his uh and one particular time child I believe yes 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 when he quit DC he went on this tirade and uh, you know like like I think one of the reasons you know apparently he had been not getting along with his editor and I think one of the reasons he said that it that his editor maybe didn't like Rob's work was because of some issue with the editor's genitalia. Um, <laughs> really not sure that had anything to do with it, but um, keep, you know keep it was it classy. Kind of fun. Keep yeah. It classy
1: Yeah. So yeah,
2: let's just say Rob left in a yeah. cloud of dust, and um, you know he hasn't well, been back to uh, DC since. So.
1: You well, know, you and know, then he announced you know,
2: he was taking some time off.
1: So. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, you know, I, I, I don't have a, a, a big, weird – I mean, I guess if I was was to cite, cite a wacky moment, it would be the, the, the Tony Harris weird fake geek girl um, – delusional rant but um i mean the, the some of the the um maneuverings uh around uh, dave sims actual bringing up <laughs> well there you go cerberus <laughs> into the back and kind of bringing it into the digital age uh w- while there's actually quite a few publishing events around it there seem to be a lot of um uh of the usual absurdity around bringing him back to and and dredging up old um old uh, yeah. grudges he, and Sim and battles
2: here, that is so out of character
1: yeah so uh, you know you, you can you can refer to that uh, uh dave sims and uh, his ongoing uh strangeness yeah, uh, yeah. as as certainly yeah, one of the interesting he, and weird things of the yeah i think
2: one of the things that was uh, where he went on this long public um negotiation with fanographics uh, that went on for days with kim Back. thompson Back. And, and like grudging oh. up oh. bad the entire internet Yeah. And then dredging up people's dirty laundry as part of it. And then then suddenly says, you know what, I don't want to do it. And oh, you know what, IDW, I already made a deal with them in private. So, uh, yeah, that was that was absolutely a fantastic spectator sport.
1: Yes. Stay classy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, great. Um, let's see. It
2: was a hell of a year.
1: Yeah, it, it was. I mean, I, I, I think we've come pretty much close to the end of our laundry list. Um, we need, uh,
2: like, sit here all day and, and – uh, you know, I have a cat on my lap. Talk about podcasts. <laughs> so. Does
1: well, another year of also more to come uh, yeah. and, and our um, uh, ability to bring, you know, our, our personal views and, and the news front uh, back on what's happening in comics, um, in the in the comics industry and its extension into the book industry.
2: Yeah. And I mean, you know, we really kept our, our podcast going, despite all of us being at times away at conventions or on vacation or, you know, we've uh, found a way to keep it going. So, uh, you know, I think we deserve to let's just do a virtual pat on the back to each other. Exactly. So.
1: For Yes, because there will be more to come of more to come in yes. the 2013. In
2: 2013, there is so much more to come.
1: <laughs> right. So Happy New Year and um, stay tuned.